What's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, August 30th, 2020. What's going on? How are you? That was, of course, our normal intro music, The Entertainer. We've been playing that every week this year, which is very exciting. So what's going on? Sunday, lazy day, feels very nice. Be nice outside. Finally, this week was a total barn burner in Chicago. Maybe, I I don't know, we'd have to go back to the Farmer's Almanac. Almanac. A-L-M-A-N-A-C. What a word. Is that French? Can I have the language of origin, please? I love a good script spelling bee. Um, to, To see... If there was another week this summer that was warmer than this one. I don't know. We've had some toasty ones. The summer in general hasn't been what I would consider to be awful. Um, You know, and when you don't have an air conditioning unit or units, uni, plural, in uh, your apartment, you become a very good gauge quickly of... uh, What's hot and what's not? Let's just put it that way. Gage, uh, isn't Gage the name of the kid from Pet Cemetery? Wow, what a TBT! Pet Cemetery, hell of a book. Kind of doesn't go the way you think it's going to go. I don't know. It's, it's interesting because you know at the beginning, you're introduced to the spooky like circular burial ground in the back, and you think that that's going to be like where all the action takes place, and then turns out that's just kind of a it's just kind of there, and, and the spooky action is taking place right here at home. Wow, if that isn't an Iraq War criticism, I don't know what is. And it makes sense because, you know, Pet Cemetery was published in the mid-2000s. <clears throat> my name is Quinn, and this is my show. Thank you for tuning in uh, to the Beantown Podcast, one of uh, the north side of Chicago's top 500-ish podcasts. And we're coming to you live and it's a beautiful day, and I'm very excited um, because, and I won't dilly-dally for too much. We'll get right to the point. Cutting out the fat, I'm all about that these days. Between my diet 
and a streamlined, efficient Beantown podcast and getting the non-fat yogurt, which I got, I got, I bought some Greek yogurt two weeks ago and it's still in my, well, not all, I bought like a couple of the single serving size uh, cups and I ate all but one of them. I got to go, I should eat that. During halftime, maybe. Someone remind me. I'll go grab it. It's strawberry banana flavored. The other flavor I got, what I, I took a risk. This didn't make the show two weeks ago, but I think we can bring it up now. It was like a coffee and cream Greek yogurt. So if you were just going for like, let's say, Dannon, and you had a coffee and cream flavor, well, it, that's, that's basically just going to be ice cream melted into a slightly different consistency but when you when you make it like hardcore greek yogurt i gotta tell you there were a lot of different flavors going on in there i don't know if i felt that it worked i think i could get used to it okay but off the bat it wasn't a it wasn't a home run a slam dunk a grand slam whatever you might call it there's a classic who wants to be a millionaire clip where i don't think it's the hundred dollar question i think it's something like three or four hundred dollars the question is about, you know, what sports-themed menu item that Denny's is known for serving. And here, we'll just look it up right now. Who wants to be a millionaire? Denny's. This is a classic clip. Oh, yeah, this lady's great. Just listen up. She's from Harvard. Denny's restaurants offer a signature breakfast dish named after what sports term? Slam dunk, touchdown, knockout, grand slam. A slam dunk, final answer. Oh, I meant grand slam. D. Sorry, you said that. So <laughs> after, while I was playing that, I thought it'd be fun to have a sad sound effect. I'm thinking like a wah, 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 or the, you know, when you get a, a zonk in uh, Who Wants to Make a Deal or a zoink, whatever they're called, and it's, wah, or is that Price is Right? I don't remember. Um, irregardless, oh man, the flies, you got to be kidding me. Okay. Well, that clip was still fun, I hope, for you. But what has drawn my attention suddenly, we talked about our fly issue last week, week before, I don't recall. And I thought we were good to go. One of the reasons this week was so brutal is because I had closed all my windows to try to figure out what exactly was going on with these flies. And I've slowly been opening up one window at a time, but for the majority of this week, there were either no windows or zero windows open to try to identify where the fly issue is coming from. Well, we were all good until I got home, and suddenly I, I continued my scientific procedure, opened up the middle window. We're up to four windows now, and all of a sudden there's two flies out here. Maybe that's... Maybe that's just like, okay, now you've identified the issue. Maybe it's the middle window. I'm going to pause real quick and close it. I'll be right back.
I was excited to announce in, uh, you know, a Gerald Ford-esque way that our long period of, our long nightmare, national nightmare is over and the party begins or whatever it was. We all know that Gerald Ford administration was a party, or so I heard, uh, considering I, I came along 20 ish years after the fact um listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the beantown podcast number one we'll occasionally use some language number two podcast is objectively terrible although although i think it's going to be fun today and we'll get to our topic in just one second although if you are listening not live which is everyone and you saw the title of the episode you already know where we're going so i hope you're hungry um but i just wanted to finish up with these flies i mean i don't i don't know man like I guess if I'm just, if, I mean, I tried to do a scientific procedure here, and I guess if I'm, if I believe my own results, and that means the middle window is the culprit, because everything was fine, first window to reopen, right, is like coming back from coronavirus, first window was my bedroom window, then the bathroom window, then the left window in the, in the living room here, where we're, we're streaming live, and I was gone for, what, like 36-ish hours, close to 48 hours. Come back, no flies, open up the middle window, three hours later, three flies. One fly an hour in case you're, you're doing the math at home. Although I see another guy on the right, so we're at four flies. If that didn't throw a wrench in your mathematic plans, I don't know what would. What's three divided by four? Good luck. That's what I say is 0.7 something or 4 divided by 3, however that works. 3 divided by 4 is 0.75. 0.75 an hour, that's not so tricky, I guess. Fractions. I had a dream where I was in high school math the other day, and I don't recall anything about it, thank God, but it was always tough. Um, What we're talking about today... Our little donut power rankings, national donut power rankings, and I'm not talking Krispy Kreme and Dunkin' and those other guys. We're talking my favorite donuts across the nation, and I thought 10 was going to be too much to talk about, so... I think I got, what do we got? A list of six. We're doing six. And the original plan for today's episode was to do first half of the show. We were going to do coffee, like my top five, top six favorite coffee spots in the country. And then the other half is going to be donuts. But I realized that I don't know enough about coffee to be able to pull that off. So we're just doing donuts. We're going to do three in the first half, three in the second half. And there will be all sorts of hijinks. And anecdotes scattered throughout to appease the fans. Mm. Get a sip of my water. Paid my energy bill today. Wow. Got it right here. Sunday, August 30th, Bean Tom Podcast. Quinn reads the energy bill. And not a cool Republican congressional sponsored one uh my energy bill was lower than aug or lower than july okay so that's good news just barely just a couple kilowatts shy 
kilo meaning thousand watt meaning some guy named Watt, probably Italian, maybe a communist, Frederick Watt, who was Watt, who was Watson, James Watt, Scottish, instrument maker and inventor whose steam engine contributed substantially to the Industrial Revolution, James Watt. You know, all these old... British guys are wearing the powdered wigs, not just British, European guys in general, and early colonial Americans. At what point in your life as a young man do you, do you switch from your normal hair to the powdered wig? There's a question for the anthropologists listening to this show. If you have any updates... You ought to email us, beantownpodcast.yahoo.com. Again, that's beantown, B-E-A-N-T, and podcast at yahoo.com. Talk to us about the powdered wigs. Talk to us about James Watt. And while you're at it, throw in TJ and uh, JJ. TJ, JJ, and RJ. Makes me think of Over the Hedge. I was talking about that last week. What a film. Great voice cast. Um, okay, so let's get into these donut rankings here. I'm going to apologize in advance for not talking about your favorite donut spot. For all you Portlanders out there, I'm not talking about Voodoo Donuts, but because they're not my favorite, stick around, or one of my six favorites, stick around because we are talking about a uh, Portland donut shop, just not the flashy, sexy one, okay? You're going to like it, though, I promise. Um, let's dig in here. Let's, let's list off our six that we're going through, and then we will get straight to the rankings. And yes, we're going to talk in depth about each one of these, I promise. Um, the six on our list are Gibson's Donuts in Memphis, Tennessee, Revolution Donuts and Coffee in, uh, is that Decatur? Where is that? I should have looked up officially where it is. Let's get the address on Revolution. Decatur, Georgia? Hmm, hot start on the podcast today, Q. Uh, 90 West, Co West College Avenue, Decatur, Georgia. Okay, well, I got it right, okay, for all the haters out there. Uh, Pip's Original in Portland, there you go. Uh, Papa's Mini Donuts in Lowell, Indiana, becoming a mainstay on this uh, program. Donut Kingdom in Tallahassee, wow. And uh, what originally wasn't going to be on the list, but I, we heard, you know, early poll results were released, and there was an outcry from the masses saying, how could you not include federal donuts in Philadelphia? You love federal donuts, which is true. I can't argue with that. I love federalism and I love federal donuts. So there's our list of six. Okay. You're going to like it. Let's dig in here. Coming in at number six on our list is... Pip's Original Donuts. Okay, so I like Portland, kind of a quirky town. Pip's Original Donuts, cool spot, great storefront, just a fun, funky-looking place. I'm tired of Voodoo Donuts in their 
big flashy pink boxes, you know, corporate sellouts getting all the noise, getting all the attention in Portland just because it's downtown and they got cool pink boxes. Why go to Voodoo Donuts and wait like half an hour in line when you can scurry out closer to the airport, go to Pip's Original Donuts. It's family-owned. It's mom and pop. And, yeah, for all you traditionalists out there, I said mom and pop, not mom and mom or pop and pop or X and Y. So, you know, they're, you know they got the good stuff going. You're going to want to try Pip's Original Donuts if you never had it, you are missing out. It's out there by PDX. It's just a cute little looking place. They also do make really chai, uh, really good chai drinks. And then you just go in and it's like a very basic cinnamon and sugar kind of donut, but you'll get all sorts of fun stuff packed in there. And before you know it, you have gained five pounds. And it's amazing, it's delicious. Go there, get like a matcha latte and half a dozen donuts, and you're good to go for the entire morning. In fact, I'm looking at pictures right now. I see a banana foster fritter for three bucks. If that's not value, I don't know what is. Go check out Pips. It's going to change your life. Coming in at number six on our donut power rankings. All right, coming in number five. We're going down south to Revolution Donuts in Decatur, Georgia, although there's also a location in Atlanta proper, although I've only been to the one in Decatur. Uh, It's delicious. You're going to want to check it out. You're getting a lot of good variety. Um, Atlanta can get really hot, okay? So go to, uh, to Revolution Donuts. Coming in at number five in our power rankings. Treat yourself to a donut, something light, as most donuts are, and an iced coffee. I'm thinking you could go for, like, gingerbread or toasted coconut. And I don't even love coconut that much. But they've got gluten-free options, too, okay? Not all of the um, donut spots on our list here can give you that gluten-free option. The only thing you're going to want to watch out for, one of the reasons Revolution Donuts falls all the way to number five on our list, the parking situation can be a bit tricky. So if you get there early enough, you're going to find parking on College Ave. But if you're a little bit backed up, maybe your family chat ran long in the morning, or maybe you stepped in cow manure or something, or your catalytic converter went berserk, or there was a horde of angry nuns blocking the interstate, or you got a call from Keisha Lance Bottoms and she wanted to go to a different donut stop before that, or Freddie Freeman was doing a Jason Kipnis shoe toss kind of thing, but with toothbrushes, then... It could be trickier, the parking situation. And just watch out because people will zoom through College Ave. I know you think College Ave, right? People are probably going to want to be going a little bit slower because of college kids. Not so much now with COVID happening. They think there's no college kids around. 
I got my catalytic converter fixed. The nuns are off the interstate now. Um, Keisha Lance Bottoms is taking a nap and the cops aren't out. Like all these things could be a reason why College Ave is suddenly just open for business, if you will. Um, so just watch out. But Revolution Donuts, great spot, nice and scrumptious, coming in at number five. Uh, number four on our list, in case you're wondering, usually when I do these power rankings, I've got it all figured out beforehand <laughs> uh, in terms of how it, where uh, we're going to rank them. But haven't uh, haven't actually figured that out. Number four, we're going Federal Donuts in Philadelphia. Pennsylvania, it's a good spot. There are actually a couple different stops, a couple different shops in um, Philly. The one I'm most familiar with is the one closer to uh, like Queen Village, uh, Society Hill. I was so I was staying actually this time last year, almost to the almost to the day. Um, I was staying down Society Hill, Old City area, kind of by the Ben Franklin Bridge for a conference in Philly and I had an open afternoon. I decided to walk down, um, ended up going down was at 17th, 7th, something like that. Ninth. Our Philly friends are going to have to help, help me, uh, jog my memory where the like Italian market is. And is that what it's called? Italian market? I don't remember. Um, but on my way down there, I stopped at federal donuts and it was absolutely delicious. You just get a couple, you bring them to the park it's going to be a good time. If you keep going, you can go all the way to South Philly, which is a spiritual experience and not so much in a good way. Um, but the night before that, or, or a couple nights before that, I actually walked up and went to Yards Brewing, which was really fun. A little bit of a walk. There's actually a federal up by Yards, um, which is over just on the other side of the, the Ben Franklin Bridge, kind of northeast of downtown there. Um but uh, these are all good spots. Philadelphia is an underrated food city. And while we're on the topic of Philadelphia, has anyone actually flown in or out of the northeast Philadelphia airport? Because you know where the, the main Philly International Airport is, southwest of the city, uh, along the Delaware. But every once in a while when I'm looking at flights, I'll see something advertised for northeast Philly. Um not not very frequently, but um, it just looks like a kind of little guy in terms of the, the planes and flights it's serving. But it's still there, you know? It's still there. Um, okay, so that was uh, those were our first three. Pip's original out there in Portland. Good spot. Check it out. Revolution Donuts in uh, Atlanta slash Decatur. Georgia and Federal Donuts in Philadelphia. Multiple locations. Uh, let's read our ads here. Then I'm going to give you a little bonus treat location. Not part of our power rankings, but something I just thought of, or else it would have been part of the power rankings. Um, let's get to our the uh, <coughs> advertisements here, our sponsors. Thank you for supporting our show. Um, oh, I'm under the wrong document. That I almost started reading my grocery list. Celery, spinach, carrots, 
And I was going to say, since when did the big veggie companies start backing this show? Although I think I could be a good vegetable ambassador. I buy a lot of veggies. Zucchini, squash, which zucchini is a type of squash, of course. Other vegetables, corn, broccoli, other select vegetables. Um, <laughs> Got to finish this up because then I'm, I, I need some outside time. It's Sunday. Uh, although mini golfing earlier today with Rachel, dominated. Felt like Ricky Fowler out there is wearing a cool flat brim hat. And a polo. I really had the look going. Uh, that was fun, though. Uh, home Pride Oregon. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and Home inspection certified, so you know that you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate's angle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you have to call Steve at 541-410-0316 or you can visit homeprideoregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316 or just head to homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. I want to give a shout out to the Samson Q2U series. And I was thinking about this um, when I was playing the entertainer for you live at the start of the show 26 minutes ago. Um, it was kind of kind of interesting when you when you hear back or when you listen to the playback of the podcast to start the show. There isn't a great way based off of the setup I have with my microphones right now to record a song where I'm playing the piano and singing. So the results you kind of get, you hear a heavy dosage of the pulse of my fingers hitting the piano keys to produce a sound. And it provides kind of a fun, funky rhythmic activity that I think is pretty neat. Um, And at first I didn't really like it, and I still don't think it's amazing. But now, you know, when you listen back, it's like you kind of get some built-in percussion and syncopation. And it's like, you got the beats going a little bit with just just playing. I'm just playing, if you will. Um, So I've learned to embrace it. And that's all thanks to our friends down at Samson. It's the Q2U series. It's a great, wholesome, family-friendly sound. You're going to want it. You're going to love it. And that's about all I got to say about that. Um, Let's get to our last ad read here, and then we are going to finish up with our top three donuts. Um, Stupid. I'm trying to software test while I'm recording a podcast, which is just bold AF. Um, But this this one stupid test for an educational uh, platform keeps popping up, and it's easy money if I can get it, but there's there's something wrong with the test, and it glitches out. 
in the screener, and it's just frustrating because I know it's ten dollars that's there for me to snatch up, but whatever. Um, uh, cuts by Q, and I should mention I wish I kind of wish I had done a set up the video stream for this week um, because I got a new look. I shaved and I chopped about I don't know what was that five or six inches off my hair, maybe not. Yeah, well, that's about right. Uh, four or five inches, maybe. Uh, we got a new look going, and I'm embracing it. I look young again. Finally don't look like I'm about to go into a nursing home. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, only different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since... 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, and the greater Chicagoland area, as well as Northwest Indiana. I can't forget about those guys. Uh, from beehives to banks, fauxhawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you have to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200, or you can just email Cuts by Q at yahoo.com. Again, that's cut. It's Q-U-T-Z. By Q at yahoo.com. All right, here we go. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. That was good stuff. I'm glad we could share that moment together. Um, okay, so we're doing our, our top six donut power rankings. And I promised before we got into the ads, there'd be a little bit of a treat here. And I only... I would have included it in the power rankings, and it would have been somewhere around the middle here. Um, but it's good stuff. You're going to want to try it out. I don't know the exact town that it's in. Let's just call it Boone County, Illinois. Go out to Edwards Apple Orchard. It's delicious. You'll get some apple cider slash cinnamon donuts. There's an apple orchard out there. You can pick your own pumpkin from the pumpkin patch. I love a good patch. Uh, There's good chocolate. There's lots of fun trinkets, jams, and preserves for everyone. Um, There's a petting zoo. I'm sure a lot of that will be shut down this year for obvious reasons. Goat shortages. Um, there's a maze. There's one of those cool things where you stick your head in the frame and it looks like you're the face of someone else, a farmer or a scarecrow of some sort. And occasionally on the weekends you get live bluegrass music. It's a fun, wholesome family time. Also like federal donuts in Atlanta, a tricky parking situation. Just be prepared to walk. W-O-K. But it's going to be good. You're going to like it. Take the fam. Get the picture in front of the sign. And if you're a basic white girl looking for Instagram likes, you're going to want to wear your flannel. Go out there. Take some candid pics. And don't forget to put a fun filter on it. Don't say I didn't warn you. Edward's Apple Orchard makes a hell of a delicious donut. Go check them out. Thank me later. To recap, at number six, we had Pip's Original Donuts in Portland, Oregon. Number five, we had Revolution Donuts in Decatur, Georgia. Uh, number four, we had Federal Donuts in Philadelphia, PA, a number of locations. Uh, you can also get Korean fried chicken there, I should mention. Uh, separate podcast. Number uh, three and a half, bonus, we had Edwards Apple Orchard. 
apple cider donuts out there in Boone County, Illinois. Good stuff. The hometown kid. Glad I thought of it before we went off the air. All right, let's reveal our top three. Anyone who knows me knows what number one is going to be already. Um, and uh, number two, I think there's a, there's a you know kind of the the hot upstart rookie that has recently risen through the ranks is going to number two. So if you you followed along with all those cryptic riddles, you already know our top three. But number three. Something I didn't expect to make it this high until I actually had it and my life was changed forever in a place where I never really want to go again uh, or return to again with the exception of this fantastic location. Donut Kingdom in Tallahassee, Florida is just like this tiny little shack alongside the road right outside of FSU and... You walk in there on a Sunday morning, and it's just a lady and a lot of donuts. And looks like she's been in there since 3 a.m. getting the ovens blazing. It's a real good time. They're delicious. You can get fun flavors. Like, I think I saw one that had the snap, crackle, and pop, fruity, pebble, crispy rice on top, Cheerios, um, Fruit Loops. And there's just that magic that comes from being so close to Disney World and all sorts of swamp animals that Donut Kingdom captures. It's also a kingdom. It's very fun in that sense. You have all sorts of earls, barons, dukes, and the occasional bishop. It's fun, it's flirty, and it's delicious. Only thing to watch out for, sometimes their coffee's not hot enough, and you're, if you're staying in downtown Tallahassee, that's a solid 25-minute walk out there to the kingdom. Uh, so maybe just get the donuts and hit up uh, you know, some, some Starbucks or something in downtown Tallahassee, or at least your hotel coffee maker. Um, I mentioned at the beginning of the show we were going to, original plan was to do First half donuts, second half coffee. But I realized I didn't know enough about coffee. Here's a little coffee tip for you, though. Go to the Mall of America out there in Bloomington. Get a caribou coffee and just post up. Do some people watching. Honestly, I did that, what, earlier this year in February, January, something like that. That was a great time. You're probably thinking, wow, Quinn, you're pretty lame. You're pretty boring, Hey, you don't smell so good, or you weigh too much, or your podcast blows, okay? I don't want to hear it. I had a great time by myself at the Mall of America, people watching, pre-COVID. It's cool. There's like an amusement park in the middle of it. You just get your caribou coffee. You go up there on, you know, floor three or four, bird's eye view, your perch, and not the fish. I'm talking a location-based perch. Caribou coffee. I went, I got some sort of toasted marshmallow extreme kind of drink. Latte, I think. There was a dairy product in it. And it was absolutely the time of my life, people watching. It was awesome. So quick plug 
for Caribou Coffee, specifically the one on the second floor of the Mall of America, okay? Because I don't think they make them like that anywhere else. Number three on our list was Donut Kingdom. Number two, we've talked about it a lot recently because it is just a wonderful family establishment. Papa's Mini Donuts and Cheese Curds. That's one thing that Papa's got that no one else on this list has. You can go there, you get some cheese curds or a corn dog, whatever you want. You go out to Papa's tiny little food truck right in front of someone's house in their driveway in Lowell, Indiana. And you got three generations of Papa's serving you. You got Papa Bear and then Daughter Bear and then Son of Daughter Bear who's raising money for something at school. I don't remember what. A a portion of all Papa's proceeds go to support the Lowell High School football team, something like that. Um... Go check them out. It's a little bit of a drive from Chicago, but it's 100% worth it, I promise. You're going to want to get a bucket of mini donuts and some cheese curds as well. It is phenomenal. I was literally talking to Rachel's parents about this yesterday. It was a spiritual experience going out to Papa's. And I like them and follow them on Facebook now. And they're killing it with their social media presence. Granted, they post the exact same posts every day, but they've been doing it without fail when they're open. Check those hours on the Facebook page because Google's going to tell you the wrong the wrong thing. Google says they're open till like 11 p.m. some nights, which is not the case. I don't think Papa can stay up that late. I can't. Um, can you imagine getting a bucket of mini donuts at 10.30 p.m. and the just sugar high that would follow? There are a lot, most, I'd say a solid 16 hours out of the day, I would be down for some mini donuts. But anything between like 9 p.m. and 5 a.m., don't need the mini donuts. I'd even push it up to 4 a.m., okay, just to try to cover for all you early risers. But Papa's Mini Donuts coming in at number two, absolutely delicious, which leaves number one our crowned champion in the Beantown podcast goes across America donuts power rankings Gibson's maybe we'll make some t-shirts what do you guys think uh Gibson's excuse me donuts in Memphis Tennessee one of my favorite cities on the planet Memphis Tennessee named after Memphis Egypt hell of a place I've never been there I think it's not there anymore, closed for business. Maybe they built the pyramids on top of it. I don't remember. But uh, Memphis, Tennessee, great spot. I'm sick and tired. I've, we've talked about this on the podcast a new a, a variety of times, so I won't get into it. But the amount of people I know, basic white people in their 20s who are all in on Nashville and have never even visited Memphis, makes me want to puke. Um, Memphis is amazing. It's got really good architecture. It's got excellent, not just good, excellent barbecue. It's got the Mississippi River, which blows the, um, shoot. What's the name of the river? It's on the tip of my tongue that goes through Nashville. Starts with a C, doesn't it? 
the um the it's a really basic like boring english name like the 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 columbine or something what is it it's on the tip of my tongue i had to go to google maps right now just to get what it is the cumberland river um Memphis has the Mississippi. You go across the the river, you're in Arkansas. I always love doing that, even if it's a lame state like Arkansas. And then you got Beale Street, which kicks Broadway's ass, okay? I don't care about three stories, honky-tonk on every top girls dancing on top of the bars with their cowboy boots and 10-gallon hats. No. Get out of Dodge. Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it because you are going out. Give me a little Beale Street, a little bit of blues, a whole lot of Elvis. You can go down to Olive Branch, cross the state line to Mississippi, 10-minute drive, and get some great breakfast food down there. And you can also get Gibson's Donuts, my favorite donut spot that I've ever been to in my life. In fact, we did an episode of this show live from the Mississippi River while eating a half dozen, full dozen, I don't know, of Gibson's Donuts. It's simple. It's not flashy. It's not sexy. It's just damn good donuts. And if I was ever going to open up my own donut store, it'd be beaver themed and it'd be called damn good donuts. And I would probably build it by a dam. Hoover, Amster, Hamster, for my Wire Season 3 fans. Some of my favorite dams. We're going to have to do a dam's power rankings later. Okay, don't let me forget. What did we say? Hoover, Amster, and Hamster? Sounds like a law firm. Hoover, Amster, and Hamster. Uh, Gibson's Donuts. It's basic. It's simple. It's a bunch of college kids out there working at it. Um, you know, a bunch of tigers, Memphis, but it's amazing. They're open 24 hours. Parking situation is easy once you know how to do it. Some of the roads get a little one way tricky in that spot, but just, just do a couple drive throughs and no, it's not a drive through place. Do a couple drive throughs or drive bys by through over under whichever preposition you want. I don't really care. Okay, figure it out for yourself. But once you get there, you're going to love it. And I think there's like a strip club right by it. So that was our power rankings of donuts across America. What did we end up doing? Seven. Um, We started off with Pip's Original Donuts in Portland. Then we went to Revolution Donuts in Decatur, Georgia at number six. Number four, we had Fed... Federal Donuts in uh, Philadelphia, PA. Three and a half, our bonus extra special entry extraordinaire was uh, from Edwards Apple Orchard in Boone County, Illinois. Number three, we had Donut Kingdom. It sounded like a pod racer. Number three, we had Donut Kingdom in Tallahassee, Florida, Don't Feed the Gators. Number two, we had Papa's Mini Donuts and Cheese Curds in Lowell, Indiana. And coming in at number one, our crowned champion, we have Gibson's Donuts in Memphis, Tennessee. 
a, a not even a hidden gem, but just kind of like me, not flashy, not super sexy, doesn't make or doesn't excel in any one area, but gets the job done. Just like my college transcript, just A's. No A pluses, but gets the job done. You know, ever since I got an A plus 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 in Kathy Slop Hours Western Expansion class, my transcript could never quite live up to those lofty expectations again. Mm. All right. I decided since we started with some music, and thanks to everyone for tuning in, by the way. That was a lot of fun. Um, I'm hoping we, I got to make some calls. I'm hoping we can uh, do a little fantasy football special preview next weekend. Uh, maybe we will get a guest on. We've had uh, our friend of the podcast, Hunter Bolin, whose wedding I was at, which is why I originally went to Papa's Mini Donuts in the first place. So it all comes full circle here on the show. Um, he's usually our fantasy football correspondent. I don't know if I want to bug him this year because he's a newlywed. Ow. I'm walking and talking here. Hey, I'm walking here. I didn't know what that was from until I watched um, Midnight Cowboy a couple months ago. Uh, so maybe we'll get someone else on. I don't know. Maybe we'll do it ourselves. I think it's a good opportunity for a guest, though. Um, we're going to play you out. What do you mean to play us out? There's no words there. Uh, from a song that I, I know is near and dear to some of our fans' hearts. And I just uh, started tinkering around with it. I, I just woke up. One of those things where you wake up in the morning and you got a song stuck in your head. I can't explain it. I don't know why. But I'm not complaining because it's a great song. And I'm not going to... I even brought it down a full step uh, from the album version. But it's a really hard song to sing. So I apologize if you just want, if you if you start to hear the song, you're know, like, oh, you know what song this is? It's a great song, but I don't want to hear Quinn murder it. I get it because I feel the same way. Just go listen to the album. Uh, full album is great. Tumbleweed Connection. You can just listen to the single too. But this is called My Father's Gun. It's from Elton John's album Tumbleweed Connection in uh, yikes, what nineteen seventy one, nineteen seventy, something like that. Great album. Go check it out. Here we go. So I hope you all enjoy. Uh, this This going to be the end of our show. Power rankings for donuts. Could be a good t-shirt idea. We'll see. I'll let you know next week at our fantasy football preview special spectacular. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Stay safe. Stay sane. And here's a little Elton for you. Peace.
horse and I'll ride the northern plain Wear the color of the grays and join the fight again Lay's broken to ride How'd it go? I'll not rest until I know The cause is fallen and won My father's gone I'd like to know How the riverboat sails tonight From your hands Where that's just fine Alright Cause this fight I'm there in the company Needs man So slip us a rope And sail all around
Universal. 